Hello. Welcome back to the show. We're talking at the same time. Can you listen to both of us at the same time? What's up? How's it going, everybody? Welcome back once again to Unsolicited Conjecture. I am, of course, uh, Josh. He is, and I am Jeremy, in case you didn't know. That's how this whole thing works. Indeed. So, what are we going to be talking about? What, oh, blah, 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 blah. Tonight. What are we going to be tonight talking about? Tonight on Unsolicited Conjecture. Yeah. We got Uncharted. The movie, not the game. Yep. We're going to talk about it. We saw it. We did see it. I saw it. I saw it first. Can mm-hmm. I rub that in? I saw it first. You saw it uh, two days before me. That's right. I win. And we're also going to talk about a little uh, DC. We're going to talk DC about news. yeah. We got some DC news. Uh-huh. We got some Marvel news. Got we some got Marvel some news. some fun retro stuff, and uh, and maybe uh, a little bit of Star Wars or a lot of Star Wars. Definitely some Star Wars. All of that and more tonight on Unsolicited Conjecture. Music. Welcome back to the show, everyone. As we just said, we're going to get straight into Uncharted. That's the first thing we're going to talk about. So, Jeremy. Yeah. Video game movies. That's what we're talking about. They exist. Video game movies. Sometimes movies are made from books. Other times they're made from TV shows. In this case, they're made from video games. And honestly, most of the time video game movies pretty bad just across the board yeah yeah uh it's a uphill battle making a video game movie because anybody who's played your video game has experienced the video game as the protagonist and a lot usually yeah and for a lot more they probably know your video game better than you do people have a you have an it's a first person experience playing a game for sure i never played any of them personally when you make a warcraft movie and all of a sudden you're like who are these jackasses that's not me I know for a fact that's not me. <laughs> the Warcraft movie. Yeah, uh, you're you're uh, what was the other one? It wasn't Assassin's Creed. They didn't. No, they did do Assassin's Creed. Yeah, there was an Assassin's yeah, Creed movie. That was dumb. There was also all uh, the Final Fantasy movies, but those were those very are, yeah, graphically. They're induced. their own thing. Yeah, this was the first like PlayStation production. This movie, was the first movie done by PlayStation Productions. Yep. Uh, and uh, Josh and I disagree a little bit, but I think the first five minutes of it, you can tell it was done by PlayStation Productions. PlayStation, heavy, heavy emphasis. Yeah, Jeremy didn't like yeah. the CG no. uh, the, with the plane at the beginning. Yeah. I, I didn't I didn't even notice it. It didn't bother me. It, yeah. I was too busy thinking that Tom Holland doesn't look like Nathan Drake. That was my thing. I I enjoyed the movie. It was a fun movie. Uh-huh. I, I agree don't, there. I don't like either of the leads as the roles that they were my casting. My wife thought that uh, Marky Mark was going to be Nathan Drake. Yeah. Because she was like, she was like, as soon as they showed the video game, when we went and saw it at the Alamo, they roll all these pre-shots, and most of it is about the game itself. So yeah. you're seeing all the character roll around, and she's like, "Oh, so is Mark Wahlberg going to be that guy?" And I was like, "Nope." No. She was like, "Tom Holland." It's one of those situations, like I, I don't know. So I'm a big fan of the games. I played the first three on PlayStation Three. I got the remastered versions on PS4. I played through all, I've been playing through the first game recently. They're really fun games, but the really fun thing about those games, the thing that I enjoyed most about them is is a very cinematic gaming experience and it's one of the first I think PS3 games that really provided that cinematic feel to a game. The way yeah. it kind of slips it doesn't necessarily slip seamlessly between cutscenes uh-huh. 
but the way the camera moves, there's really dynamic. Sometimes you're climbing on a thing and the camera pulls way back and, you know, or you're seeing yourself running towards the camera. It does some fun things like that. And it's a very cinematic experience. Plus, most of the games are relatively short. I think they're like eight hours-ish. Okay. So you can play through and it feels like you're, you know, assuming you don't have it on a difficulty too high for your capabilities. <laughs> um, it's a lot of shooting and obviously there's lots of opportunities to die and fall off cliffs. Um, As with every game of its sort. <laughs> yes, but it's a fun game. I, Tom Holland did a good job in the movie. Mark Wahlberg was good. I was surprised by the lack of action scenes that Mark Wahlberg had, actually. He didn't do as much. I was very much. surprised by that. Yeah, he didn't do as much. He yeah. had a couple of running scenes. Yeah, not necessarily a bad thing. There was the one cool fight scene that they were all in together, really. That's arguably um, Sully's role yeah. in the game, though, okay. too. He's not the player. Yeah. He's the old guy who's telling Nathan Drake what to do sometimes. Or they're working together. Um, I'm not a huge fan of the casting. The movie was fun. This is, I think, an example of what I have taken to calling... The Constantine Paradox. <laughs> the Constantine Paradox, for anyone who is unfamiliar, which should be all of you because I made it up and haven't told anyone. Uh, the Constantine Paradox is a situation wherein uh, the source material is disregarded, yet the movie's still good. So you have your situations where source material is disregarded and it's the one of the biggest problems with the film. Yeah. There's other times like the Keanu Reeves Constantine movie. It's a great movie. I yeah. love that movie. It is. He has nothing to do whatsoever with John Constantine. He's not that character. He's not that guy. He's a totally different guy. It's a weird like Elseworlds what if situation with Constantine. Uh-huh. But the movie really works cuz of course I want to see Keanu Reeves Casting spells and you know summoning demons and stuff. That was a really good. It was movie, great. That's the arm tattoo. That's cool. That's I don't know yeah. if that was ever from a comic, but I've read a lot of the Hellblazers and some of the New Fifty Two Constantines and Justice League Darks. Uh, I, I love the character. I just love John Constantine, but Keanu Reeves isn't him. He's Keanu <laughs> Reeves, but it's still good with Keanu Reeves. So sometimes you can have a good movie without necessarily paying too much attention to what it's supposed to be. And if you can allow yourself to divorce the concept of Uncharted and knowing what Nathan Drake looks like and sounds like, which is an adult man. <laughs> well, yes. Well, I also you think when how, that. You know, the, the source material and popularity matters a lot when it comes to sure. it. So Constantine, when it came out, it wasn't like Constantine was the largest of superheroes. Absolutely. So someone had anything to relate to it. And just like with Uncharted, like I bet the majority of people going to see this movie probably have not played the video game and they're going to see it for casting. Or they played the fourth I'm game. I'm sure a lot of people you know? played the game also. Yeah. But like, like I said, my wife, the reason I went and saw it is because my wife wanted to go see it. Sure. Well, she's never played any video game. <laughs> that's true. No, so, and that's the thing. You can That also allows you to kind of uh like I was saying, escape from the initial storyline and plot line so much oh, and sure. not have to be as faithful. No, definitely. And you don't have to be faithful. Sometimes you can't be faithful. Yeah. You know, like it telling a telling a movie is different than Telling a book. Yeah. <laughs> telling you, a book. You heard it here yeah, first. Yeah, you tell books. Um, I thought it was good. The movie, if I had to describe it as anything, it would be like the second national treasure mashed with Red Faction. If you mash those two red movies faction. together, that's what this movie was for me. Yeah. <laughs> it, I mean, I, look, you got pirate ships dangling from helicopters. It was fun. The movie was definitely it. 
fun. It was worth watching for sure. It's a good. It's a good cinema. I ride. would even say it's even worth watching in the theater. Like, don't wait till yeah. it comes home. Go see. No, it. Was, yeah. it was very cinematic. Like, it was worth watching on the big screen. It was a fun big budget movie. Yeah, yeah. and it wasn't even that big of a budget. It was what 120 million. It's 120 million. Uh, so far, there is at 44. They're expecting about 52 for opening weekend. For Not the, so the, bad. Four day weekend. They yeah. would probably want more, but that's true. Yeah. Um, a couple. I said casting. You just gotta. You just gotta let it go. It, th- Nathan Fillion was not Nathan Drake in the movie. We just have to. I just have to l- let that go. But they did that cool fan film with Nathan Fillion, so I'm. That's okay. Yeah, uh, it's all right. Casting you, like I said, I think in this situation, casting you can get away with because it was also like, like their it was PlayStation Productions. They were trying to bring in big hitters because they didn't know what was going to happen, but they yeah. know for sure if you bring in, if you bring in Spider Man. Right now, yeah. I think they're going to do pretty well because Tom Holland's got a lot of... He's got some charisma, yeah, that he's, guy. Yeah, he's all over everything. He's and then got Zendaya's the goods. Zendaya's all over everything. So those two together have just oh, yeah. all of a sudden become the new uh, Brangelina. Remember sure. those? Uh-huh. When Brad and Angelina got together and they were like the they power were. couple for a hot minute. Yeah. That's them now. So you put Tom Holland in anything, I think it's going to do well. And I think yeah. Sony realized that. I think he did. He was good in the movie. He's fine. Oh, yeah. I, he was great I in the movie. I have to forgive him for just not being the Nathan Drake that I really already liked a lot. Lucky for me, I have no clue who Nathan Drake was prior to this. So as far as I'm concerned, Tom Holland did a good Nathan Drake. He was fine. He was who he was. We did get a fun uh, Nolan North cameo. Uh, the the guy who's sitting on the beach when they come out of the water, uh-huh. the, he's the voice of Nathan Drake uh, in the game. I, I figured he was someone. He's like, as he soon fell as he out. did the move, I was like, he's someone, but I don't know who he is. Yeah, he said something like, oh, I fell out of an airplane. And he said, like, oh, I did something like that yeah. once. Uh-huh. Yeah, that that's the voice of the character in the okay, game. Okay, that makes sense. Um, but yeah, it was fun stuff. The post credit scene, they finally gave Sully a mustache. They waited till the post credit scene. <laughs> which they put it in the trailer. So they put part of the post credit scene in the trailer. And that's like the big reveal is, hey, look, he almost looks like the character. The cat thing was hilarious, was bad, man. Oh, I don't yeah. know if that's in the game, but. No, I, not that I remember. It was, it was it was high comedy for me at that point. It was making me yeah. laugh, especially at that end scene. It was man, fun. It got they me. got the say hello to your mother for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey, Nathan Drake. Say hello to your mother for me. So that's Uncharted. Go see it. Go see it in the theater. It was a cool watch. Uh, if you've seen, played the game or not, it's still going to be good. Go check it out. What's next on the list? Yeah. Um, next, we're going to go. Uh, we're going to talk about some Star Wars. Star Wars. All right. Here we go. Star Wars. Let's do it. Boom. And we're back. Talking Star Wars. Yes, um, we are. Okay. So Star Wars been a lot going on this is a fun fun time to be a star wars fan there's lots of cool stuff the book of boba fett we read it (laughs) on our tvs yeah um what'd you think book of boba fett the finale so i'll tell you what i think is that i love the show but i hate the name if they i wish they would have just called it anything else because it was only kind of like half about Boba Fett overall. So like I understand how they're they're kind of changing all of their stories to incorporate more characters, so more of the galaxies incorporated so they can do more spin-offs and all that makes sense. 
Uh, but like I said, I thought the series and the ending were all really, really well, really well done. I mean, we talked about the the previous, the back and forth in the beginning. That's here nor there. I think the story was awesome. Like I said, I just wish they would have called it instead of the Book of Boba Fett, called it like uh, the Battle of Tatooine or something stupid. And sure. it would have been much, you wouldn't have so much of this fan hatred going on, I think. There's, yeah, there's, I think a lot of people are kind of sharing your sentiments. The they're confused as to what they were getting exactly. and what the show was really going to be. Um, yeah, Boba Fett was always that that iconic anti-hero, and he was kind of none of that in this series. I don't, which isn't a bad thing. Yeah, it isn't. And also, the reason why he's not that is because that's exactly what Din Djarin is. Yeah, all of that bounty hunterness. That's exactly what the Mandalorian is, and we've got two seasons of it. No, no. So I if they agree. introduce Boba Fett, and he's what? He's just that, but better yeah. i don't know what he could have been if he just only had the helmet on and was his still same like bounty hunter untrustworthy kind of self yeah it would have been I just like episodes the, of individual bounty hunts or something this show more than any other even more than mandalorian it's really started to feel almost like clone wars in its treatment of in clone wars sometimes you'd get an episode that was just i don't know you'd it would be mace windu and jar jar and that was the whole thing. You're or, like, where's the main characters? I'm actually watching the Clone Wars for the first time right now. And there was an episode where it was just all the R2-D2 style mech droids. Just the droids, yeah. yeah. Just the droids. And that little tiny, like, general guy. And I'm like, it, it was yeah. it was comical. I'm not going to lie. It did make me laugh a little. But at the We're same getting, time, I was like, what is this? Yeah. I don't need this. So here's what I think happened. First of all. When I remember back when we were first hearing rumors about going to be a Boba Fett series, yeah. it was supposed to be four episodes. If it was only going to be four episodes, it would have been the first four episodes that were all about Boba Fett. Yeah. I think they probably had that, and then they're like, hey, but, you know, everybody loves that Baby Yoda. <laughs> That's the truth. I think Disney wanted a little Baby Yoda. Uh -huh. I think it's been a year since we got season two in real times. So they wanted us to give a little Mando taste. The other thing... It is the book of Boba Fett, and when you read a book, very commonly you'll get an entire chapter that has nothing to do with the main character. That's accurate, but what you get because of books. so many chapters. Well, we got four episodes that were all entirely about Boba Fett, and then we got one about Din, and then we got one about Grogu, and then we got the finale, which brought everybody together. Yes. I've said before when we were talking about it, I didn't necessarily love the non-linear aspects. I think you could have yeah. told the story differently, added little bits of Din Djarin and Grogu in here and there throughout the whole season, and it would have felt more narratively smooth as opposed to a whole bunch of Boba Two different Fett. different shows. And then yeah. here now we're in Mandalorian season 2.5. Yeah. And you have to see this. Yeah, for otherwise, the next Mandalorian to make any sense. Yeah. Yeah. But it's all just Star Wars, and that's really the thing. It's all just Star Wars, regardless of what the show's called, whether it's Clone Wars or Force Awakens or this, Book of Boba Fett. Yeah. The story they're going to tell is just Star Wars. I just think, I think they messed up by calling it the Book of Boba Fett. That's what I think. Yeah, there's other ways. That, there's things they could have done. Uh, and people have some complaints about some of the, uh, with the, the director... Who was the showrunner for this one? I can't even remember now. Um, Rodriguez. Robert Rodriguez. I guess, see, I only really know Robert Rodriguez from, like, the horror. The hor yeah, <laughs> yeah the vampire, his vampire movies. Or yeah. his, the Western, the you know, uh, Desperado. Um, 
I don't know. I've never seen any of the Spy Kids or anything. So yeah, I never saw any. Those of that tie-ins or people know his cinematography from those movies. I I can't really relate to any of that. But I liked it. I thought you know I'd rather have that show than like the best episode of The Mentalist. Uh, you know, I, it's a Star Wars TV show. We got to see Boba Fett ride a Rancor. We got to see Luke Skywalker for an entire episode. Yeah, that was crazy. Man. I mean, we got some great you got Mandalorian see flipping around like flips. Yeah, we got legit. Le- flips. We learned more about the Tusken Raiders mm-hmm. than uh-huh. we got to see. You know, a little more close up look at like what Tatooine is like. It was great. I loved it. We got huts. They introduced some new species style too that they never put in the series before. Yeah, we got fun Twi'leks. We got, like I said, we got two huts. Yeah, there's there's some really cool stuff in this. Two show. huts so together overall, on the same board. You know yeah, they were heavy on the same litter. Those guys, their legs were working overtime carrying them around. Yeah, fun show. I liked it overall. Yep, I agree. I'm gonna always be pro Star Wars. I'm not always going to be pro. If they mess it up, I'm, I'm going to say what's up. Like, sure. The but only thing they messed up was calling it the Book of Boba Fett. <laughs> call it call it the, the Book of Tatooine or something stupid, yeah. and that makes more sense. Yeah, but it was it was primarily... I See, once again, if they hadn't done the weird half flashback, half present yeah. day thing, they could have told this story... In a more linear fashion. In a more linear fashion and yeah. sprinkled a little bit of Din Djarin in. So you know maybe five minutes an episode we're going to see what's up with Din. Yeah, yeah, they keep showing him for a reason Yeah, coming back. It, but they, they went, I don't know. I don't know why they made those choices. But I'm hope, Hopefully we'll learn stuff eventually. We'll All right, well, y'all just let us know what we got wrong and complain down below. Yeah, but, like, the complaints about, like, Cad Bane. Like, oh, and then everybody's saying, yeah. oh, well. He's an old man now. What do you want, he's what 80 do you years want him to old, look like? He's literally also, the oldest one of his species, I think. That's a f- person wearing makeup. Yeah. You can't put your mouth on the bottom of your chin yeah. when you're a human with a face because <laughs> you have a skeletal structure. So there's only certain things you can do with special effects makeup. People sure, are crazy, maybe you man. could digitally move. I thought he looked great. I, I thought he was did so too. happy to see Cad Bane. I didn't even look awesome. at his mouth because his eyes were so crazy. Yeah. Good stuff, though. Yeah. The whole show, lots of fun. But uh, we got... Man, coming up. Fallen Order 2 uh-huh. has been is coming. Bad Batch. Bad Batch on May the 4th. Uh-huh. Then Kenobi. Kenobi on May 25th, the that's, original Star Wars day. That's the one right there. Kenobi's going right. to be big. I'm really excited about that. I saw a thing that. that said that they put it for to that date because that was the first time he was ever released to the public. It was the anniversary was of yeah. A New Hope. Exactly. It was, yeah. Yeah, May 25th. So May 25th had traditionally been Star Wars Day before everybody jumped on the, the May the 4th pun. Oh, uh, okay. Before that, because that's relatively recent, yeah. isn't it? Like, uh, I don't know. You tell me. I don't think it's like 20, 20 years or something, you know. 20 years. Think Real were, recent. I don't think we were celebrating May the 4th when, like, the prequels were coming out. Yeah, right? I think it was just about the release dates, yeah. too. So that, uh, that's pretty fun. But Fallen Order 2, the game coming. Kenobi coming. Um, we don't know anything more about Ahsoka yet, do we? We know a little bit. We talked about the casting uh, last that's time. that's right. That's right. We did. Um, but uh, an actress named Chloe Fineman from SNL has been cast as a young Pelimoto. Okay. And she will show up in the Kenobi series. Nice. So we're getting some, some more Pelimoto, which uh, I'm excited for that. Um, we got Rupert Friend in the show, who's apparently going to be the Grand Inquisitor. Okay. Which is going to be pretty fun in, in Kenobi. And we got Moses Ingram, who I think is going to be a young Ahsoka. Because it's been confirmed we're going to get flashbacks of uh, Anakin and Obi-Wan in their Clone Wars days. 
In the real in life. Kenobi. Okay. Yeah, so we're actually going to see exciting. some real life Clone Wars stuff with Ahsoka, probably a whole bunch of Tim Morrisons. That's <laughs> <laughs> all that is going to be fun. That's going to be really good. That sounds um, fun. Okay. Uh, two more, two more Star Wars things we can do. Uh, <laughs> there's a new book called The Princess and the Scoundrel. And One this, that you can actually read, not read on your TV. Yes, this is a real book, not like the book of Boba Fett. Yes. Boba Fett is not in it. Like, well, they might like be. You don't know. Book of Boba half Fett. the book might be about Boba Fett. Maybe it is. That's where he went. That's how they're doing for it. For the all. second half of the season. He was... <laughs> so anyway, this book, the, the Princess and the Scoundrel, just came out. Uh, new Disney canon novel. And this is it going to... It sounds like a Disney novel, all right? Well, this is going to track the wedding and honeymoon... Of Han and Leia, Princess Leia, famous uh, characters from Star Wars. Yeah, they just want to be able to deep fake a whole lot more, huh? Well, well, I don't know if they're going to be making this movie, but uh, where do you think, because I'll tell you right now, Han proposes on Endor right after the second Death Star is blown up. Uh-huh. So they're still with the Ewoks he proposes. They get married like there. All right, where do you think they take their honeymoon? Tatooine. Tatooine? <laughs> Final no. answer. No. Actually, Han and Leia will be spending time on the beautiful Halcyon Star Cruiser Hotel. Sounds lame. The new Disney Star Wars Hotel is where Han and Leia are, are having their honeymoon. Oh, the one that you can, it's like 5,000 bucks product per integration. person for the, oh, okay, for the experience? Yes. So maybe you'll be able to rent the, the honeymoon suite. Where Han and Leia. Yeah, we should start like a like a Patreon or a GoFundMe to take the show to the experience. Oh yeah, record the whole thing. Sure. Yeah. If any of you want to pay us to go there, we'll go we, to D- Galaxy's Edge and then set up a green screen. Yeah, we will. We will. But I promise we'll. We be will there. do it for you. Sounds. It sounds <laughs> hard. It sounds like a lot of work. But if you want us there, we'll make it happen. We will. It's true. Just give us your money. Uh. So yeah. Um. Some fans a little bummed. Also because like there was a, a, another book called The Courtship of Princess Leia, which was old, an old canon Star Wars book uh-huh. that already did this. And the author of that book uh, died last week. Oh, great. So weird timing. And they used the phrase The Courtship of Princess Leia in the announcement for this book. They use those words uh-huh. in that order, but they don't reference the old book. Or Disney's the author that smart, died. Man, they know what they're doing there. They're, smart. They're keying in all those search words. Smart. They know what uh, they're doing. Emotionless. Cold. Rich. <laughs> Profit driven. Sure. Monopoly. So there you go. That's pretty fun. So now you can go and have your honeymoon. Uh, just the same like place Han Solo did. Hooray. And you can have lightsaber training. All right. Now that we're all done with that exciting Star Wars news. The last thing. Uh, oh, there's more. There's one more. other Star Wars. Do you love Star Wars, Jeremy? No. What is Star Wars? Are you ready for the Snyder Cut of Star Wars? <laughs> is that actually happening? The Star Wars Snyder Cut? Oh, yes. This sounds real fake. It's real, real. Real, That's real. So Zack Snyder pitched a Star Wars movie. He wanted to make a Star Wars movie, and he pitched it to Disney, and they didn't want to do it. Uh-huh. So what does Zack Snyder do? He did the Snyder Cut of Star Wars, and he's just making it his own property. So it's not Star Wars, but he's making a movie that was originally a Star Wars pitch, and now is 
becoming its own thing. Ah, so, so they're going to be fighting with light swords. And uh, <laughs> well, I don't know if they'll keep the Jedi or if they'll be anything like that or not. But it's called Rebel Moon. So Zack okay. Snyder's Rebel Moon. Not Moonfall. No, that's different. <laughs> Zack Snyder cut Moonfall. No, it's five hours long and the moon is in black and white. Um, <laughs> but it is in 4-3. To protect oh, to better. protect Zack Snyder's artic- artistic vision. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, yeah, so we're gonna see a, a a Zack Snyder knockoff Star Wars movie coming pretty soon, and uh, Cyborg Ray Fisher is, is that actually happening? He's gonna be in it. Yeah, I think it's going oh, to Netflix. He's gonna be in it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So Zack Snyder bringing Ray Fisher over to the fake Star Wars universe. There you for go. Fake Star Wars. So be on the lookout for Far Wars coming. Yes, up. Zack Snyder's fake a Star, Star Wars, Wars, a Star Wars story by All Zack right. Snyder. Now that we're talking about Zack Snyder, on to DC news. DC comics. And Jeremy, Josh. How about that peacemaker? Mm. What you think? You know, let me let me set this beverage down real quick. Um, I actually really enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah. The first episode, I didn't know what I was going to think of it, honestly. Especially the the dance scene, choreography, <laughs> main theme, like whatever yeah. you call that. Yeah, the opening credits. That's it. There we go, man. The first time I watched it, me and my wife were looking at each other like, this is some crazy shit right now. What is happening? But yeah. by the season finale, I couldn't skip it. I had no, to yeah. watch it. It's so, it's so I don't good. know why. It's the like, song is great. It's so bad. It's great. Yeah, it's beautiful. But the music throughout the whole series, once again, like he knows where it's at when it comes to music. Oh, All yeah. of his films are on point there. The cinematography, really good. I love the colors of it, too. I it's noticed very in, bright. In Suicide Squad, when they throw the flashbacks into there, you could see how much worse the grading in Suicide Squad was compared to the color work in the HBO series, which I thought was weird. Yeah, well, TV's generally a little, you know, they always go a little bit brighter and, and no, more No, well, I mean, like, the actual grading itself. So, like, I'm pretty sure they were both edited in Resolve, which is the same program we use. I have no idea what um, they're doing Disney stuff I, in. I'm pretty sure that's what all of these are Warner edited in. But you could see when they would do the flashbacks of Suicide Squad, the way it would miss color tones in their skin, like, especially down here in the beard line for men. But in the series, they fixed all that. All the yeah. colors were spot on. So I just, that was one thing that stuck out a lot to me personally when watching it is every time they throw those back in there, I'd be like, man, I never noticed how bad Suicide Squad was graded until they threw it up against this perfect looking footage. And because yeah. the show, I meant the show's, the, the tonality throughout the whole thing was really, really good. Spot it on. Was, I, I had so much fun with that show. It was, I man. really enjoyed it. And I coming off of the Suicide Squad movie, look, I didn't, I, I was never a huge Suicide Squad fan yep. to begin with. And then they made the da- the David Ayer one. And I was like, well, that's all right. That's dumb. Because they just stole the Justice League Dark story and gave it to Harley Quinn because she could fight a witch for some reason. Um, I didn't, it was dumb. I didn't and like Lizard it that man. much. Don't forget Lizard Man. If you're bringing James Gunn into DC, why, is, why are you just making another Suicide Squad? We just did it. Just let the property rest and like do yeah. one of the hundreds of other Come DC back properties to it later. So I was not super stoked on another Suicide Squad movie, even if it was better, and it was much much better for sure. Um, 
I love James Gunn. He's really funny. He's got a great eye. He the he knows comedy. He knows how to make a good action comedy movie. Dude, the scene in Suicide Squad where Harley Quinn is rolling around with the javelin and destroying those dudes in oh, the yeah. hallway and the flowers for blood. That was that was such a hot piece of cinema right there. Yeah, that, there's so some, well handled. But just the finale, the I mean, the ending, fighting the giant starfish. Yeah. That's such a, like, Ghostbusters kind of Marshmallow Man <laughs> moment. And I love it. I'm I all it for that. Funny. I love the, I'm finally a superhero! Smash. <laughs> and you get some of that, you get a lot of that in, you know, the finale of Peacemaker, too. Yeah, throughout the whole series, that really, you get a lot. The butterflies themselves, that whole thing is very big eye starfishy oh yeah and, and, and the, res- the cow the yeah. cow was the, hilarious dude the cow the part where the the, the chick exploded like the human, his goofy helmets human torpedo and like i honestly off of suicide squad i was not looking forward to a peacemaker series i was like look i like john cena and a whole lot of stuff but the character peacemaker i don't know where anyone is going to take this who is going to want to watch this guy on screen yeah for an hour a day eight times in a row but man he proved me wrong they, yeah, they you're like, this is the guy that just killed rick flag too yeah, like yeah. They just right. completely rehabilitated this character because they series. showed you where he comes from. They, yep. they, once you see his dad, and uh, you know the T one thousand was great in this. <laughs> his name was Robert Patrick. Um, T one thousand. He was like chilling. He was very evil. Yep. He was gr- a great villain for this series. Even though his costume was whack. I didn't mind. He looked. It's it's <laughs> screen accurate, it man. It's screen accurate to the to the comics. Okay, it it's might perfect, be perfect. You know, I didn't, I didn't know what the comics looked like they, when they I saw his costume it. the first time. I'm like, hey, okay, white dragon, white dragon, white dragon. Um, it was it was great. There was there was a little uh, fan backlash to the finale though. Oh, the Justice League spoilers. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. Personally. I thought it was hilarious too. I loved it. Uh, yeah, paying off on some rumors. There were some fans upset that the the Justice League was treated like a punchline. Um, they are a punchline. All of this is a punchline. It should be. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to, yeah. Look who is directing this series. Mr. Punchline. Yeah. Is doing this. I liked it. I thought it was really funny. I I agree wholeheartedly. But, uh, solid piece of work. Season two is confirmed. Yep. We're getting season two. Um, it had the biggest single day performance for a max original series and it was up 44% over the first episode. So, so many more people tuned into yep. the finale. Almost Which just show everyone started just like us, like who's going to watch this. And then they actually sat down and watched it. And they were like, wow, this is actually pretty solid. The other fun thing with this, uh, Jennifer Holland, who plays Amelia Harcourt uh-huh. in the show, she and James Gunn are engaged. They just got engaged. Oh, I wonder how she got the role. <laughs> no, I think kidding. they shot the show first. It seems like, uh, but yeah, a little maybe on set romance. Uh-huh, maybe and, good, uh, good for him. That's so awesome. yeah, good for congratulations both of them, to the lucky, famous rich couple. For, for what it's worth, from us, congratulations. Yeah. I, well, obviously, you know they're watching. Yeah, I hope so. We're saying their names. Of course, they're watching. They're like Candyman. We said their names three times, so they must watch. Yeah. Uh huh. <clears throat> you know what else? Why don't you tell me, Black Adam? Flash. Okay, oh. we're going black. Let's go flash. Ah. We can go flash. He runs really fast. He also shows off his ring while stalking KKK members. Yeah. On Instagram. <laughs> Did we talk about all that on the show? No, I don't think we actually brought it up. We meant to talk about okay. it. We just didn't get to it. So yeah, the flash is coming out. 
Uh, it's going to be a retelling of Flashpoint. Ezra Miller is the Flash. In real life. And yeah, he's threatening KKK members on Instagram. With his flash ring. Like With this. his ring. Like, I remember it like this. He's saying, like, this. like, you know what you did. And if you don't mind, just kill yourselves. Otherwise, you know, we'll do it for you. I don't know who we is. Yeah, I, is it I the have, Justice League? I have no clue who he is talking to in the video because he never says a name. No, he, no, he calls anything. out a very specific chapter of the KKK. I don't he was in Georgia or somewhere. Well, what but, I mean is I don't, I don't know what they did. No, I don't either. No like, one other than existing, but I'm sure they've existed for a long time. Yeah, so what probably. is it that finally set him off? I don't know, but the Flash is on the case. That's what's important. That is important. Um, so, yeah, maybe he's a little unstable. Who knows? But <laughs> I blame it on the Keats. Uh, Michael well, Keaton. Yeah, it. we're getting Michael Keaton. Hooray. So this is Flashpoint. Barry Allen's mom dies when mm -hmm. he's a kid, and he learns he can run back in time. Is he getting the yellow suit? No, it's the well, red. Who? The, the, Flash? the Flash? Well, the, the reverse Flash. Yeah, I don't know if there will be a reverse Flash or not. Maybe. Um, I just assumed since they were tackling the whole that's death That's the villain of the mom. in the show and in the comics. Yeah, yeah. the uh, Eobard Thawne, the reverse Flash, is also there because that's the, you know, the baby Hitler of the Flash universe. Yeah. Where all the time travelers would go. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> so to try and save or kill Barry's mom. Uh, but basically... It's he, the apex. Yeah, it's he goes back in time and he changes things and then it's unrecognizable when he comes back. So if he saves his mom, apparently, that puts him in the Michael Keaton Batman universe. Is that what's happening? That's what it seems like. Okay. Feels a little bit like a consolation prize. I'm a little bummed out just because, I don't know, imagine if like they showed Thanos in the Avengers movie and then they just like scrapped it and did something different instead. Yeah. We, we saw Darkseid. Like, you're not going to make the Justice League movie with Darkseid that all this was, like, leading up to? Yeah. Uh, you know, there's also, we're going to get a Supergirl. Well, haven't they been making this movie for a long time also? Like, hasn't yeah. it been in production for, like, five years yeah, or something Yeah, and I think like there's been a bunch of different versions. With, yeah. They just have no faith in their properties. I don't know what they they're just, doing. Yeah, they don't know what they're doing. They don't know what they're doing, I think. If you ask me if, like, what about Michael Keaton coming back as, like, a Batman Beyond-style Bruce Wayne for a Batgirl, that's the Batgirl movie. Yeah. He's going to be in that too. Great. Cool. But I don't... I love Michael Keaton as Batman. I love the Michael Keaton Batman movies. Isn't there a Batgirl show also? There's a Batwoman series, which is a, like a CW Yeah, spin -off. yeah, it's got... Uh, oh, what's her name? It started with Ruby Rose. Ruby Rose, and that's then, her name. Uh, there's a different girl now. Ruby okay. Rose left after the first season. So ah. there's a new Batgirl, or Batwoman. Uh, Batgirl is... Another movie, uh, and her name is Leslie Grace. The costume looks really good. She's got the purple, the purple costume, like okay. the, the leather jacket. It looks pretty fun. Um, but that's also going to have Bruce Wayne, uh, Michael Keaton. I, it's great. That's fine I, as I an old man Batman. That's cool. I don't know. Like Michael Keaton is awesome, and he was great as Batman. There was a big uproar in '89 when he was cast and yeah. said, "No, that guy shouldn't be Batman." And then he, he turned in a great movie. I know. Ask Nick Culpepper. He'll tell you who his favorite is. <laughs> Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer. That's his favorite. Nick. He loves Val Kilmer. Nick. I hope you're watching this right now, Nick. Nick. Yeah. No, I don't. I mean, I get it. Uh, it's, it's good. That's his favorite. That was one of my, that was my favorite <laughs> Batman movie, too, growing up. I mean, it wasn't because of Val Kilmer, but the Riddler. Don't lie. It yeah. was. 
The uh, new, speaking of new Batman, man, I hate to just change topic like that, but it looks good. The Batman? Yeah. The Batman? The bat, the only one that's ever existed. Yeah, the, the Batman is coming. Uh, it's coming in March 4th. yesterday, and I was like, hot. Three hours long. What? Yep. Three hours long. Wow. Runtime. Longer than Endgame. Uh, is there going to be an intermission when I go see it? And there will not. So don't don't buy a soda. Uh, buy yeah, a no, beer. I'm excited for it, but it's the ninth Batman movie. Nope, I dig that. I dig that. We've already seen what was the, the the Dark Knight Rises. Oh, that movie was like a nine out of ten. Yeah. So what is this? This one's I, it's going to push the envelope to nine point six. I, I dig what you another mean. great Batman movie. I dig it. Sure, great Batman. I hope his Batman voice is better than Christian Bale's. I I'm sure he's going to be great. Robat, Bat and Bat. Bat and Bat. That's, That's the uh, best one. Courtesy of Mr. Sunday Movies, that joke. Uh, the Batfleck. <laughs> no more Batfleck. We're getting that Robert be... Pattinson, who is Robat, Bat and Bat. I'll, I'll be honest. Like, Three bats. I'm. That's why I'm excited about Batman, because it's no longer Batfleck. I loved Batfleck. I, I love, love Ben Affleck, I, but not as Batman. I thought he was perfect. He In the Snyder Cut, he is like the animated Batman to me, the animated so. series. He was he, just all right. I loved him. I loved how they tied in some of the, the Frank Miller uh, Dark Knight Returns into the costume design, into the character, the older, gruffer Batman who knows he's, his days are numbered. Yeah. Like, I, I, I thought he was perfect. Uh, his scene in Batman v Superman when he's, he's saving uh, Martha. <laughs> Your uh, mom's got my Martha. mom's name. That, but that's the best Batman be storylines that I hated so much about the new Batman. What you didn't love the burning, he killing people. He didn't give a shit. I loved him. I thought he was a great Batman. Because you know what? Disagree. You know who else killed a bunch of people? Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton Batman. That's cool. He killed all kinds of people. Killed a bunch of people as Vulture too. And he's like no guns. When Michael Keaton had literal machine guns popping out of his. <laughs> he killed all kinds of clowns. He killed everybody. It was great. Uh... <laughs> He killed the Joker in the first movie. Did he? Yeah. Remember? No, I don't. Joker's it's hanging... been a long time since I've seen it. Oh, the Joker is hanging on to a rope ladder from the helicopter. Oh, and remember, yep. they're up on the yep. roof of the You're cathedral. Right. He's hanging on, and Batman shoots his grappling hook at the Joker's feet. It tangles up in his feet, and then the other one hooks, the other end hooks onto uh, a giant gargoyle when she pulls him off. So he's just dangling there with a giant weight. Attached to his feet, and, and it pulls releases. him to the ground. Yeah, and then remember the chattery teeth. He had the little teeth. Uh, <laughs> it's been a long time since I've seen it. <laughs> That's what they do. <laughs> so you're excited. I'm excited, but, but also... you're not excited. I'm excited, but also bummed out, because I like the Snyder stuff. I think it's the best DC movies that they've done, like... It's the best, like, the most accurate representation of what those comics are like. At least the ones I've read. That's what it feels like to read DC Comics, is to watch a Snyder movie. No, I understand. DC's, like, they're very gritty. Dark. I just wish they would have continued. Usually. They already were on such a like, accelerated path compared to Marvel. They did Superman, Batman v Superman, Justice League. Yeah. As opposed to... And Wonder Woman. A movie for everybody, then the Avengers. You know... So they were already on such an accelerated path. They could have just kept telling the story. And I wish they had. But maybe there's a little back door coming with Black Adam. 
Who knows? I know Getting his costume Adam. looks awesome. Black Adam. Uh, we got some some teaser footage of that. Um, it looks fun. I think it's going to be fun. The Rock with Shazam powers. But the most interesting thing to me is <laughs> The Rock, in order for Warner Brothers to get The Rock and to do this, he's been pushing this movie for years and years and years. Oh, really? But The Rock has like 100% creative control over his movies. And this movie... I had no clue about that. This movie's going to come out, and he's said a bunch of times for the sequel, he wants to fight the Justice League. Henry Cavill, Ben Affleck, he wanted to fight that Snyder Justice League. Dude, Henry Cavill is just killing it right Which now. Would be, I, feel like, I feel so bad for him. Like He's doing great in other stuff, but he just wants to be a fun, happy Superman. Yep. He just wants to be a hopeful Superman, and every... Single time, he couldn't almost <laughs> do something fun. He, he doesn't do the Shazam. He cut yeah. his head off in that. Uh -huh. He's always just a silhouette in Peacemaker. Like, let Henry Cavill be a happy, fun Superman. Just let him. I know. He's killing in The Witcher right now, though, man. Witcher, yeah, yeah. He's great. And he loves Witcher, too, which is... I know. I love reading all the stories about him, like, schooling everyone on actual Witcher knowledge. Yeah, he's set. like the he's subject like, oh, matter expert. change this because of this, this, and this. It's like, that's just, that's awesome when you have someone playing that role that knows so much about that role that they can be just so intertwined with it. I just think it's cool. Yeah. But lastly, back to the Batman. Yeah. Okay. We know the Batman uh, is going to be fighting the Riddler, the right? Riddler yeah. who wears a bag on his head. Paul Dano. Paul yeah. Dano's great. He was amazing in that Beach, Beach Boys movie. I also movie. love that bag. It's been in a lot of movies. It's good. The one on his head? Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. I've seen it before. Um, nice green bag. Uh, it looks cool. We're going to get a lot of villains. We get crazy stuff, obviously. We got Colin Farrell as, in a fat suit as the Penguin. Is that what's happening? That's Colin Farrell as okay. the Penguin. Um, Is it the Joker in it somewhere, too? Well, that's, that's the thing. Uh, good old, everyone's favorite, Eternal... Druig. <laughs> Druig, everyone's favorite Eternal, played by Barry Keegan. Keegan? 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 Something. I don't know. Scottish, probably. But he is apparently, there is some. this is the second possible leak that he m might be playing the Joker in this movie. Okay. Uh, first up, I think his brother tweeted something. <laughs> Basically to the effect of my brother's the Joker, uh, and then it got deleted right away. But then that somebody screenshot so it. We don't know if that's true or not. But apparently the credits list dropped or leaked from the movie, uh -huh. and he's labeled as he's credited as an uh, an unseen Arkham inmate. And then there's an unseen. How would if you're unseen? How would you be in the Unseen film? Arkham Prisoner. And then there's also a person who is credited with designing the prosthetics for the Unseen Arkham Prisoner. So if you're unseen, how are you in the film, though? If you're unseen, why do you need prosthetics? Yeah, all of that you doesn't make sense. You can't see sense. them. Yeah, you can't see anything. Which makes you think that maybe he is seen. <laughs> They're lying Otherwise, don't bother with the prosthetics. I don't know. We'll yeah, that, find out. I mean, they could probably save money that way. If you're unseen, to not make yeah, prosthetics. Just for don't put them in characters. the movie. Yeah. There you go. The next Iron Man. Put movie. them in prosthetics. All right, now go hang out behind the other side of the camera. No, no, you're not seen in this shot. Yeah, yeah. just be unseen. Yeah. <laughs> um, the unseen. So yeah, there you go. Uh, I also heard a rumor that like there were different cuts. They had a bunch of different cuts of this movie, and one of them uh, had a character in it, and one didn't. 
I think inferring the one maybe had Joker and one didn't have Joker and we don't know which one we're getting. Okay. So maybe he is unseen. Maybe they did it and shot a bunch of stuff, but they're not using it. I don't know. The movie's three hours long. It's supposed to be a fun, like, detective story. We haven't really seen a detective Batman. I'm all for it. But also, it's another Batman movie. Yep. There's been a lot of things. Just uh, another spin. Let James Gunn do Justice League Dark. That's what I say. Yeah, just let James Gunn take over the DC like they, uh, like Favreau took over Star Wars yeah. and Disney. But you know what? Now let's go back to... Back, back to Marvel? Back to the future. And in retro news, that's what we're talking now. We're going to talk to some, talk about some fun stuff. Uh, a little uh-huh. Ghostbusters. Are you surprised we're talking about Ghostbusters news? You shouldn't be. Uh, Ghostbusters, uh, some fun Ghostbusters news. I read this uh, uh, the other week. Uh, Dan Aykroyd wrote a Ghostbusters prequel set in 1969. Not the hell one. No, th- this is recent. He recently okay. wrote a Ghostbusters prequel set in 1969 about... Ray, Peter, and Egon, I guess, in high school or, so or yeah, early college. Ben's just been sitting around, sipping on his crystal skull Not, vodka, writing prequels for Ghostbusters. I mean, the problem, of course, being that we see the first time they ever see a ghost in the movie in 1983 or 1984. Yeah. So if this is 1969 hanging out in high school together, hey, it's a bunch of guys not busting ghosts. Yeah, exactly. Remember when they busted ghosts? You're going to love this. (laughs) Get this. There's no ghosts in it. This is way before ghosts. This is them doing math homework. So he wrote this, uh, and this is, a, I guess, before... It's going to be like Fast Times at Ridgemont High, but Ghostbusters. Or, yeah, it's going to be half Animal House and half Ghostbusters. <laughs> or the Animal House, or the Ghostbusters characters. Maybe they'll cross over Man. with a young John Belushi. I'm I don't already know. not liking this No, well, it's not going to happen. He was pitching it. This is another uh, Uncle Dan rumor. Uh, he, he was saying he wrote it. He also says it could be followed up by a TV series. So he wrote it for a movie. Um, during when he was the video I saw when he was talking about it, Ivan Reitman was standing next to him and sort of nodding. Did he, he just pass away? He did. Man, that's uh, sad. That was next. Uh, but sorry, he's. I destroyed that plot line for you. Yeah, unfortunately, we lost Ivan Reitman. Uh, it's very sad. Um, I'm I'm glad that you know the movie it, came out. Yeah, he got to see it. He got to and see it. it he got to see his son take the reins of his his, mm-hmm. his property. That's uh, it's it's definitely sad. Uh, Ivan Reitman did some incredible things, some incredible contributions to cinema, um, and uh, he's definitely going to be missed. But when he was standing next to Dan Aykroyd and he was explaining this to the press, he had a look on his face that like this is never ever had <laughs> anything that's going to come close to happening. But. What, you're going to tell Dan Aykroyd to shut up? Yeah. I mean, come on. So it's not going to happen, but a prequel set in 1969 with uh, (laughs) the Ghostbusters not busting ghosts. Glad Uh, we don't have to watch that. However, there was another article uh, a little more recently uh, this week from uh, GiantFreakingRobot.com, which is as reliable as... We got this covered, meaning to say it's not reliable, really. Yeah. But they say that they, one of their trusted and reliable sources, uh, that there is a Ghostbusters TV show in the works. Now- We've talked about it with this before. You know, so has Ghost Core. Yeah. They've been talking about it for, they were talking about it in 2016. 
there's been a lot of rumors. I, it could definitely... 2023 on the CW, Ghostbusters High. I think it's more likely a Netflix kind of situation. I, would hope so. or... I was making a comical joke there. Oh, yeah. Obviously did not hit. Hey, maybe it will. But it'll go straight to straight to the CW. Hopefully, it'll be all the Ghostbusters, but in in high school. That's what the CW version yeah, would be. Exactly. It would be the Dan Aykroyd Exactly. Script. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, now, here you go. We're caught we... up. Uh, we understand the jokes at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what you want. Uh, so, yeah. The, but it was a Ghostbusters TV show. Is it animated? Is it live action? Is we don't it know. anything? We I don't would love... I things. mean, obviously, it would work. You could do the show. We were saying that right after we saw Afterlife. Yeah, every episode is a regular a, ghost. They should make a show. And movies yeah. are about the, the special big ghosts. And you got franchises. You got different places in the country yeah. that have ghosts. Yeah, there's, there's all a whole kinds of world where ghosts to. could be. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, just don't make the high school show, but make all the other shows. Is it news? No, not really. But, but we're talking about it like it is. Yep. Uh, next up, you know who made a surprise return at the Super Bowl in <laughs> a non-Super Bowl commercial, a, an ad t- timed to happen concurrently with the Super Bowl, uh, DeLorean Motor Cars. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. DeLoreans are coming back as an all-electric vehicle I'm in 2022. Will they still be a, a full steel body? We don't know. I we just that. saw a picture with the gull wings. Uh, Will they backlit. still be funding massive amounts of cocaine distribution? Uh, probably. I mean, Let's that's what it. made them popular the first time. You know what? If it's not a DeLorean, if the trunk doesn't come full of cocaine. Yeah, if it's if it doesn't at least test positive from a cotton swab. It's definitely yeah, not a DeLorean. We don't want it. DeLorean. <laughs> uh, no, yeah. but that's fun. So we're going to see a I bunch agree with of... That. That's exciting. <laughs> pretty soon there's going to be a bunch of rich people driving around in DeLoreans again. So cool. Uh, lastly, in our, our 80s retro news roundup, something decidedly not from the 80s, but from its sequel, the, the 90s. 90s. Jurassic Park Dominion. Close enough. Did you see the trailer for Jurassic Park Dominion? Uh, I believe so. Uh, Did we we talk about it? Did we we not talk about it? We talked about the Jurassic Park Dominion prologue that showed uh, the true Jurassic Park prequel where uh, a T-Rex gets bit by a mosquito. that's true. That's true. We did talk about that and how unneeded it was. Yeah. Well, we don't know. They should have just released this new one. Yeah. Well, now the new one, the new one was awesome. It was fun. Yeah. Dinosaurs in the snow. I don't get it. I know they released a bunch of dinosaurs at the end of... uh, Fallen fall, Jedi, Fallen Kingdom, Fallen Order. What is it? <laughs> Lots of dinosaurs the, were released at the end Jurassic of the Fallen yeah. Order. Right right after Anakin was cut in half. Yeah. All um, the raptors were released into the snow island. Cal Kestis is a, a, a raptor. Uh-huh. Uh, Blue is not just the color of the raptor or its name. It's also it's, the color of its future lightsaber. It's the color of my feelings when I think about it. <laughs> it's the color uh, of my feelings when I think about Chris Pratt being in this movie for yeah, no reason. Well, how how unimportant exactly. and unnecessary does he feel when Alan Grant is standing there? I know. And Alan Grant, uh, Sam Neill looking good. Yeah, like looking actual good. Alan Grant right in front of you. We got Alan Grant. We got Ellie Sattler back. We got everybody. Uh, we got Jeff Goldblum. I wonder if the kids are going to make a cameo. Wouldn't I that be awesome? There is a girl who I'm like, is that Jeff Goldblum's daughter? That the grown-up Jeff Goldblum's man. daughter from the second movie does the gymnastics and kicks the uh-huh. raptor. Maybe she, there's a girl that might be her. I saw I that know. old picture of uh, 
Jeff Goldblum, where it's like he's sitting to the side with his shirt oh, yeah. open. Like that's been trending again recently oh, ever since that best. trailer popped. I love that one. <laughs> but yeah, I finally watched Fallen Kingdom. I hadn't seen it, but you got to get caught up. Right. Sure. I don't know what was happening with that movie. Remember when it was about dinosaurs and the, yeah. there weren't good and bad dinosaurs? Well, everyone knows that raptors are villains. It's like, no, the raptors <laughs> are the heroes now. That's the the raptors oh, yeah. and the T Rex well, are the good are the guys. Heroes. Yeah, uh huh. But the raptors but are the team human dinosaurs now. are the bad guys. That's oh what my it god! Is. It's bad to be a mutant. Like the Jurassic Park was about like the the audacity of man to try to control nature. Yeah, all but, the dinosaurs were kind of bad. But everyone from the new movies are complicit in doing that. Whether it's Chris Pratt or. Uh, What's her name? Dallas Bryce Howard. B- Bryce Dallas Howard from, Bryce, from Bryce the Dallas Howard. That's yeah. Okay. Bryce. Um, she yeah. They they're they're just as complicit as Hammond. Like they they had did a whole park again. Yeah, again. After the last one happened, like it happened while wearing a retro park shirt in so, the in the movie. Yeah, I don't know why we have to have good dinosaurs and bad dinosaurs. I, it's past a certain level of believability. I guess they released just releasing like 20 dinosaurs that you could bring over on a boat into where were they like Connecticut or something? I don't know. It was somewhere There's weird. There's dinosaurs in the snow now. I'm excited to see them. It'll be fun, I guess. To be fair though, this trailer looks a little bit more like all the dinosaurs are the bad guys except for Blue. It looks like Chris Pratt is reuniting with Blue somehow got back over from his little baby raptor. And Blue had a up. baby. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. It looks like the whole movie, all the dinosaurs are bad guys except Blue. Maybe. We'll that's what I'm hoping out. for. And then Blue dies at the end, and then there's no more good guy dinosaurs, and they're all just dinosaurs. It's just like Godzilla won. The first Godzilla. Godzilla's the, the, the bad guy, but then... Yeah, but now by the end, Godzilla is the, a good guy. Yeah, the King Ghidorah. Yeah. Godzilla's come to save us! Yes. It's like, yeah. It's, I, I love all the Godzilla movies, too, but come on. Jurassic Park. Let's just... I think the, this one, the trailer for this one looks better than both the last two put together yeah i hope i'm so. hoping so i have I high hope hopes so. for it. this may just be my childhood dreams of wanting the best jurassic Park i have movies ever again. incredibly extra medium hopes for it <laughs> but we're gonna see it and it'll be dinosaurs uh, we're gonna so see it all right whatever but i paid they, for the alamo for a reason i'm gonna see it the last one they're cloning people uh they're gonna be making pokemon in this next one who knows jurassic park they're, clone yeah. wars jurassic park <laughs> Yeah, it's gonna be a, there you go it's gonna be they, there's a whole bunch of tomorrow morrisons in this one <laughs> that's right that's where boba fett went yeah he went to go clone some dinosaurs to ride half, on half raptor and half tomorrow morrison the helmets are much longer <laughs> raptor um, morrison yeah there you go uh-huh. Rap, raptor Raptora morrison that's go. his name but last you know what let's uh close out the night with a little marvel news marvel marvelous And lastly, tonight, back to the world of Marvel. As always, we like uh, to return to Marvel quite often. A couple of things. Uh, the Netflix Marvel shows, Daredevil, uh, Jessica Jones, Luke Iron Cage? Fist, Luke Cage, The Defenders. They're taking Iron Fist just for you. They heard our last podcast yeah. and they're like, yeah, we're going to do that. All leaving Netflix. But where are they going to go? We don't know. I had thought that they were produced by Netflix. 
it turns they out they were not. Marvel they Studios. were actually produced by ABC, so which is owned by Disney. Oh, perfect. Because so, they don't own enough. They were only licensed for distribution by Netflix. So their time has come. And so they, they're probably coming to Disney Plus. Either Disney Plus or Hulu, which I guess is part owned by Disney as well. Um, oh, so that makes sense because you get the bundle package together. Yeah. So two things. Number one, we know Moon Knight is coming. Kevin Feige said Moon Knight. Hubo. Moon Knight's going to be brutal. It's going to be violent. This is the and, most excited I've been for something Marvel yeah. in a hot minute. And people have been wondering, well, is it going to be on Disney Plus, which is kind of a kid friendly sort of thing? Uh, according to Kevin Feige, yes, they're yeah. going for it. It's going to be heavy duty yeah. and fun. So if it's going to be brutal, would there be a problem with sitting it next to the Punisher in like an adult 18 plus yeah, rated say, M Punisher, kind of even daredevil in comparison to it's, other Marvel productions oh, is there's it's gory and it's, blood. it's violent. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, obviously in the Avengers there's violence, but the violence in daredevil and the Punisher it's not is a different. person bashing another person <laughs> yeah. in the mouth with their fist. Yeah, yeah exactly. He is constantly bleeding out of exactly. his mouth in that show. Um, and it's wonderful. It's beautiful. I love the it. way it's done. So maybe if they'll land on Hulu, maybe they'll all the violent kind of stuff will end up in like a, a mature section of Disney yeah, Plus. That I would like to see. Honestly. I, it could be either way. Um, but one interesting thing is uh, Marvel apparently confirmed that when Frank Castle returns, when and there's a new like John Barenthal series, it's likely going to be on Hulu. Well, then maybe that does mean that they're all going to Hulu. Yeah. And obviously it'll be different for different countries. Uh, you know, might unless you're using that VPN. Yeah. Uh, and that's why this episode is sponsored by Nord VP. No, it's not. Um, <laughs> yeah, but you can sponsor us. We would like that. Sure. Feel free. Well, as we said earlier, I don't know if you were listening, but please give us money. Yeah. Do that. For things. But yeah, so maybe a new Punisher series was confirmed before we've actually gotten confirmation that Barenthal was coming back. I think they're going to canonize all these shows. I think yeah, I, it's I think they're all going to be canon to the MCU. Um, but hey, new Punisher series, great. If they Exciting. fold him in and give him an Iron Man suit or a War Machine suit, even better. That would be, that would be cool. a fun story to see. Uh, lots of cool stuff, but I, I'm not ready for a new Punisher. I think keeping Charlie Cox and keeping Vincent D'Onofrio, I think those series, we're going to start seeing all of them pop up. In different shows. Yeah. Hopefully we get some Luke Cage and some Jessica Jones and even I would love to get some Luke Cage. Even even poor little Danny Rand. Yeah, you're excited about that. He's all right. I just He's, I would love to see him do I better. Wanna, I, I would love to see him afforded the opportunity to do better. Uh, I want to see Marvel do something hard. Yeah. And make a bad character good instead of just making an already good character still good. Well, that's why I, I love the thought of Marvel coming in hot and doing something more aggressive and violent like the Daredevil and Punisher series. Mm -hmm. That's why it's like it's almost a little sad to think about it going to Hulu instead of it going over to Disney. Because, yeah. man, wouldn't it be cool to see something just like like Star Wars driven that was very like punisher and daredevil styled like star that wars? kind of violence yeah oh yeah that's something we've never really seen Especially in star wars when but... when like anakin's making his progression to vader yeah to see something really dark that matches that tone i think would be cool. we are much much more likely to see some really brutal dark mcu stuff oh, than for we sure. will be for to sure. see 
any. But I'm saying if we if we start in the MCU, Star Wars then maybe it'll start like, bleeding over into other Disney properties. Maybe if it's populous. Maybe we'll see. It would be nice. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> it would be. But next, but. <laughs> ah, next up, uh, back to the Spider Verse, the Sony Spider Verse. You know we got Morbius coming up. <laughs> so we've heard uh, a bunch April of times. 1st, April Fools. Yeah. Go watch Morbius. Exactly. <laughs> April Fools. Andrew Garfield's not in it. Yeah. Um <laughs> So we don't know what's going on with that, but there's now rumors that they're going to be shooting a Madam Web series, which would be kicking off or a Madam Web movie, which I think Madam Web should be a character in a Spider-Man movie. Ma Madam Web, she's sort of the center of the Spider-Verse. Maybe they'll so, introduce her in a movie that's coming that we don't know yeah, about. Yeah, she's the blind uh uh, lady Spider sits lady. in a chair and talks to people through time mm. and she wears a weird like dress that looks kind of like the the cartoon dress that uh from the Beetlejuice cartoon remember oh, the what's her name never forget old what's her name yeah but there you go <laughs> maybe there's a Madam Web series coming uh lastly we're gonna talk some multiverse of madness stuff mm. okay because we're coming up sick. on that too two months two months ish um, I still think about that end little uh, scene that they popped in the first time you got to see Evil Strange. Oh, yeah. Well, we got a new trailer right over the Super Bowl. Um, some interesting looking stuff. We heard Patrick Stewart's voice. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Professor X mm -hmm. confirmed. Uh, well, is it actually going to be Professor X? I mean, I don't think they'd put him in it. Well, you think he's going to be... Another Ralph Boner. Yeah. <laughs> like WandaVision. Just get ready. This is, this is Captain Dick Butt. Man, I wonder if they're ever going to bring back uh, if uh, What's-Her-Name is going to get her own show from WandaVision. Oh, I thought they uh, were Agatha? Talking about, yeah, I thought yeah, they were talking about like that. sounds like she is. Yeah, I think she is getting that a series. That would be awesome, man. Um, so, Multiverse of Madness, uh, The one of the big rumors is Tobey Maguire yeah, slated to show I up. I heard that. And it's directed by... Obviously, Sam Raimi. The, well, yeah, which is why. The amazing Sam Raimi, uh, who did the other Spider-Man movies. Why would he not? Well, he's done a lot of stuff. Why would but... he not show up in this movie? I think he'll probably show up. But uh, beyond that now, apparently, uh, a Lego set. A leaked Lego set may spoil not that there's a the Spidey. Lego. A Spider-Man in the movie. Uh, Spidey, Spidey. This is the problem with product integration. Yep. Uh -huh. <laughs> You're going to make toys about your movie. It's got to be made. Before the movie comes out. And people are going to see that. Yeah. That work at the factory. It's going to happen. And then they're going to send pictures to their friends. So maybe Toby, probably. But also. Maybe Toby, probably, hopefully. We, we are, but yeah, why not? Why wouldn't it be? You I know? Mean, it, it seems only logical that there will. It's like saying. Oh, why wouldn't maybe. they have released Morbius already? I mean, it's just why, why wouldn't they? But it's like saying maybe there will be a Bruce Campbell cameo. That would be the best. There, of course, will be. There's always a Bruce Campbell in every Sam Raimi movie. So why would there he not be? He was in Spider-Man? He's in Spider-Man all three times. He was the ring announcer. He was the maitre d'. And he was the, uh, he was the maitre d' in three. And the, I remember him as the maitre d'. And he was the, the, the ticket guy at the theater in two. When he's trying to get in. That. When he's trying to get in to see Mary Jane's show and he shows up late. Uh -huh. It's Bruce Campbell that won't let him in. Uh. <laughs> yeah. And he was supposed to be in Spider-Man 4 as Mysterio. He was it, supposed to be Mysterio? In the Sam Raimi Spider-Man 4, he was oh, going to be I Mysterio see. in like an opening scene where he just gets captured right away. Uh -huh. And then all of his characters 
he's been watching Spider-Man like the whole time as uh, all of those guys. That would have been, that would have been, been great. So maybe there'll be some yeah. kind of payoff with that. I would like to see him as a, a like an alternate Dr. Strange too. That I think Bruce Campbell really should definitely enter the MCU in some way. Oh yes. Uh, I think he should up, come as Ash, but that's just my own personal choice. I mean, maybe I, we'll I see him. I think we and, need, we finally need someone in the MCU representing people with chainsaw hands. Yeah. There's no one there There's doing no it representation. No representation hands. for chainsaw hands or and, and for Bruce people Campbell, that cannot pronounce anything for the Necronomicon. Yeah. Those words are hard. Yeah. Um, yeah. Maybe we'll see that. And they're, Dr. Strange might be looking for a different evil book. Or the same one. Maybe that's well, how they integrate. The Darkhold, the Necronomicon. Maybe like, uh-huh. oh, sorry. I, yeah, they, they, they get them mixed up. up. Uh-huh. Yeah. If he passes it over on the chainsaw blade too Strange, there that'd be money. Uh, next up, Ryan Reynolds in the news. Ryan Reynolds under fire. Uh-oh. He's not under fire. He, uh, he He's has just said, not in the movie. <laughs> he said, I am not in Multiverse of Madness. So you know what that means. That means he's in it. Well, it means nothing at yeah. all. I mean, because Toby Maguire and Andrew Garfield also were not in Spider-Man. Yeah, they sure weren't. Yeah. Um, the other thing I've been feeling a little silly. Like, there's a lot of people who have been going like doing these deep dives, really like, breaking down the the trailer. Uh huh. How can you ever trust a Marvel trailer ever again? Yeah. You know they're lying. There's a scene in the Multiverse of Madness trailer where you see all the chairs and a bunch of them are empty. I guarantee they're not empty. They're not empty chairs. Yeah. Like, there's a guy sitting there. They don't want you to see who Yeah, they just yet. don't want you to know yet. So, watching this, they know what you know. They know the comics better than we know the comics. They know who we're going to guess. And they're already a step ahead. And they erase things. So, they're just cheating. Yeah. Well, so, actually, they just don't put that part of the CG in yet. Yeah, you're not going to get the... <laughs> or they just digitally alter the trailer yeah. and remove stuff. Like, they could do whatever they want. You can't trust trailers anymore. You're not in the in the old days. You could catch a little glimpse of something and maybe figure out what was going on because they didn't have the money to redo all the special yeah. effects. Now everything in there they put there all purpose. suspect. It's all suspect, and they lie. So <laughs> all right. they are Disney. It's gonna be fun. Ryan Reynolds is not in it. Okay. Yeah. Sure. The time traveling, dimension hopping character. <laughs> he isn't going to nope. be in the dimension hopping movie. He's uh, too busy uh, filming Red Faction 2. Yeah. Uh, the 8K uh, upload, though, of the, the new Super Bowl trailer was released. And in some of the scenes, uh, it looks like we might be getting a young Kang. Kang the Conqueror. So Jonathan Majors, right? From, uh-huh. uh, from the end of Loki. Though he who remains. He might be in it. Is Loki getting another series? Have they? There's going to be a season two. Okay, season two is happening with Owen Wilson. Will Owen Wilson be in this movie? Man, maybe he was a good. It was he was a good character. He was great. He was a great part of Loki. He really was. Um, Lastly, uh, I saw it's going around a couple different articles uh, saying that Multiverse of Madness will merge the Fox, Sony, and MCU universes into one Earth rumors closing the multiverse i say uh dumb no no doesn't make sense not gonna happen um that made sense maybe for spider-man oh look at that my camera's blinking at us it says like it says minute we can't see how many minutes are there we sure can't um but luckily we were on the last topic yeah that this is kind of the last thing so i know that would have made sense maybe with spider-man 
Yeah, I don't know. I don't see that. It just doesn't make sense. It doesn't make yeah. sense now. Uh, why would you... They're clearly setting up for a Spider-Verse. Yeah. With a Madam Web. How could you close down the universe? And yeah. what, like... That means Hugh Jackman is going to be the MCU Wolverine who doesn't want to do it. Yeah, he's that done. That doesn't make sense. He might show up. We're going to get little versions of different characters and, and for stuff sure. in this. But no, I think the, the multiverse will be open for quite a while. I agree. It's the only At way they can through... accurately bring in other characters without having to necessarily stick directly to the guidelines of their backstory. Yeah. Well, the first saga, the Infinity Saga, took us all the way through Thanos and the Infinity Stones. I'm assuming this... With the Eternals and everything, it's kind of leading up. Oh, we lost a card. There we go. It was just empty. Well, I guess we're looking at other cameras now. You we have are. to look at your camera, and I have to look at my camera. I can. Can you yeah. hear me? I hope so. Can you Can you hear me? I think so. Okay. So, yeah, that's basically it. Well, I'm glad we're, we're just going to split screen each other together right now for this we last are. one. Uh-huh. We should do the Constantine tattoo. That's how we join to, together. Like, to this side. Yeah. That's the wrong arm. I, guess I don't think one. either camera can see that. It probably didn't work. But, but you we know tried what? anyway. From all of us here at Unsolicited Conjecture. All uh, of us. Everyone you can't see over there. Thank you and thank you and thank you and definitely thank you. Yeah, this has been a weird and uh, disjointed and chaotic show. And I just want to say to all of you that I don't apologize. And uh, we'll be back whenever <laughs> we, we have more stuff to say. We will. Be on the lookout for more Unsolicited Conjecture. So peace be with you music done i think